Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5-1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jig Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to David Locke coming up here momentarily. How about this, Gordon? I just got a call during the break from my wife and uh, my daughter, Sadie. And I got the, for the first time ever, she requested that I say hi to her on the radio. So hi to my beautiful daughter, Sadie, who's listening right now with my wife. Hi, Sadie. What a, what, a, what a cute kid she is. She is. She is yeah, a cute she's kid. A, she's, a, she's, a, she's, a, she's a terrific uh, two-and-a-half-year-old. It's been fun spending more time with her, too. Uh, I, I will say that. Uh, hopefully a lot of families out there maybe making the most, spending a little bit more time uh, together. But, uh, yeah, she's a cutie. And she wanted me to say hi to her on the radio. How cool is that? So there you go. Well, I mean, and I think you owe her an apology. For what? Because you were saying earlier that you run around saying one, I'm going to count to three, one, two, three, and then you were kind of complaining. I wasn't. I wasn't complaining. I was merely kind of complaining, identifying some difficulties. That's all. (laughs) And why do we have to bring this up now when we know she's listening? Real, real helpful. I'm, I'm serious. Sadie is one of the most fun. Most she's just a doll, a cute little kid and lots of energy lots of positive energy great taste in music too yeah good takes after her mom yeah she does i agree with that all right we're going to talk to david coming up here momentarily uh we'll ask him uh, his thoughts on what's going on around the world of sports what's going on in general i know uh, david after their situation there in oklahoma city uh kind of uh quarantined himself uh for a while uh and in fact he told me today today is kind of the first day he's actually having uh, actual contact uh, contact with other humans. So uh, it's good. David uh, handling that uh, in a precautious manner. So uh, good for him for being socially responsible. Looking forward certainly to talk to him about uh, about what's going on out there. You, you know, Jake, earlier I told you that I wanted to talk about these tips for positivity during uh, difficult sure, times. Sure, sure. And I mentioned it to Austin, and he thinks we should run these by lock. Okay. Locke, all notoriously right. positive thinker. No, I mean, and this this is uh, this is good for all our listeners to hear. I think good good information coming from uh, a uh, doctor. Okay. So JTR we'll- makes up a mystery and points at Hood's foot as though he kicked <laughs> his foot out. Nothing could be further from the truth. <laughs> Unbelievable! They didn't call the foul. Man, I love David. I I I miss hearing David call the action. It feels, you know, what's weird about the the this situation, Gordon. There's a lot of things weird, obviously, but just the like the sudden stop of jazz basketball, right? Usually, when the the playoff run ends or the season comes to a conclusion, you know, we all kind of see it, can prepare for it. It's just it's just weird not having it right now. Well, that applies to a lot of aspects of uh, good living. Uh, as we speak. But, uh, yeah, I mean, folks are getting by one way or another. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, I I miss David uh, berating the officials over the air, I've got to admit. (laughs) That's your favorite part. One of them, yes. (laughs) One of my favorite parts. No, David does a great job. And and somebody, uh, you know, uh, as into basketball and as geeky as David, it's got to be a serious adjustment going to no basketball 
and uh, not no traveling. I mean, you know the lifestyle those guys uh, lead, Gordon. It's it's you're on the go all the time. It's got to be crazy for it just to stop. Of course, for the backdrop of the whole thing is uh, is so serious that uh, that that is uh, immediately processed. I think, and so it makes it uh, it puts everything into perspective and uh, prioritizing uh, important things. All right, let's talk to the man himself. Let's get out to the Sprint special guest line, lease any phone, and get an iPad or a Samsung Tab A for ninety nine ninety nine. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Of course, of course, he's the radio voice of the Utah Jazz. He's our good friend, David Locke. David, how are you? How's the health? How's the family? Everybody doing all right? Everybody is good. We are healthy. The all the same things everyone else is dealing with. I guess they. I'm out on a walk right now. Um, got six rolls of toilet paper, so people will be happy when I get home. Um, and uh, but I'm not saying where I went because I might need six more at some point. I don't want any of you to know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so anyway, um, we're good. I was thinking about calling Kevin Pelton today to get into like just to get on some statistical website and do a deep dive of stats together because I am missing doing that and. Maybe I'll look up like who the best defender on drives on the left side of the floor is tonight, or something ridiculous. Because I need, I need a little of that. So, so David, uh, I want to picture this: you're walking, and you have six rolls of toilet paper with you as you walk. Yes, in a paper bag, because we've now been told that our reusable bags aren't that are environmentally good are not supposed are not good to be used because they could be carrying germs. I see. So, yeah. Well, I know. See, our listeners know this about you, and we certainly know it about you. You're a deep thinker. So I want to run uh, five points of positivity by you to see if you think this would work for our listeners. All right. Happy uh, Wednesday, wanna, baby. Happy Wednesday. I, wa- I want to get your comment on each one. Let me. The first one is positive affirmations. Simply taking a few minutes with positive affirmations every morning can drastically improve how things go for you. You're supposed to look at yourself in the mirror, essentially, David, and and recite things that are positive about yourself. What do you think of that one? It's probably good for you. I'm not sure I do it. I think I'm a little bit driven by driven by weaknesses, so I'm not sure that's in my DNA, but that's okay. <laughs> How about this? Number two, focus on the good. Most days there will be obstacles to overcome, people who are hard to deal with, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But focus on the good things in your life. Okay, are we on delay? No, no, actually, we're not. So that's something you should probably. Do. <laughs> All right. So I sorry, should have told you. Shouldn't so I shouldn't tell you. <laughs> What I think of these first two. <laughs> Golly, gee. Okay. Okay. okay, how about this one? How about this one? Number three, meditate. Meditation uh, is good maybe. for clearing negativity. So I actually have been doing meditation for a while, just recently, because everybody, everyone I ever read about and every good business leader and every successful person talked about it. I hated it. Hated it for the longest time um, because I actually – You'll laugh at this. I thought it was trying to slow me down. I don't actually have any interest in that. Like, I understand that I run at a really high speed. I've kind of gotten comfortable with it in a lot of years of living. And I don't have an interest in slowing down. Around the 80, maybe the 95th session I ever did of it, my, my call map actually tells me how many times. I finally figured out it was about focus, not speed, and kind of loved it now. Um, so I would say... 
I do think there's a real value to being able to meditation, at least for me, has taught me how to filter certain thoughts out. Um, and I'm pretty good at creating, you know, an entire firestorm in my head out of very little truth. Um, just almost to create the common enemy to get myself, you know, motivated, sometimes productively, sometimes not. So I would say the meditation has been very helpful, um, not in this circumstance, but just in kind of life. Um, so I, I would go yes on that one. And I was not a, really, that's a recent, that's a recent change. Okay. So the last two, let me give them to you real quick. And there might even be a sports application here, but maybe just in any aspect of life. The fourth one is release trapped emotions. And what I'm getting from that is essentially if you have negativity trapped up inside you somehow, to get it out somehow in a, in a, well, in a positive my, way. My, my 1940s, 39-born father, 1960s college Harvard educated father used to say to me as a kid, now he's changed since. Hey, I'll say, you're going to explode one day. When I finally see that person combust, I'll believe it. <laughs> so that was the old school approach to whether you should share emotion or not. Um, he's become a little different since then. I'll share my one. You want my one that I do? Sure. Yeah. So I do something called the purpose of the day. And so. I just have so many things. Well, right now I don't, but during the season, I have so many things on my to-do list that I started to get really beat up about the fact that I look at my to-do list at the end of the day and more, more than half of it wasn't completed. And so I kind of would go to bed every night stressed, not sleep as well and feel kind of, you know, anxiety, not anxiety in the real sense of it, but just kind of this failure or pressure to what I didn't achieve. So I actually narrowed it down with just this thing called the purpose of the day. So what is the purpose of the day? And sometimes it can be as simple as making sure that my daughter enjoys her time on the golf course with me and that every decision I make during the day should be based on that. That's actually one that I, I had recently and I was running late for something, trying to get something done. And I suddenly realized it was going to impact that. So then you just accomplish that. Sometimes it can be, you know, that you're going to get one, the one single projects more important than anything else. You get that done. A lot of time when I write down my purpose of the day, it's put out the best broadcast I can. And then every decision I make in the day on whether I do something on my to-do list or do something else goes into the, prim the prism of whether or not I can execute my purpose of the day and whether it will help me execute the purpose of the day. That, to me, has been a game changer. Um, you know, frankly, some days the purpose of the day probably would have been today was to get as many powder runs in as possible and release from the world. That sounds like it would have been really beeping awesome today. And I'm really beeping close to cracking when there's 12 inches of powder snow and going to be 30 and we can't have them. All right. I'm okay. I'm okay. okay. Sorry. I guess that was the release of emotion right there that I was talking about. I was supposed to do that too, right? Okay. You don't want that. You don't want that trapped in there. Yeah. The fifth, the fifth one. Yeah, right. that, that, that evidently had to come out because I don't have any beeping positivity when I'm walking through a snowstorm with six inches of snow to my left and I can't ski it. I'm sorry. I can handle no NBA, but no skiing powder, Jake. I'm not okay. Not an option. So, so uh, the, fifth, the fifth one's related to what you were talking about in your purpose of the day. It's, and this is, has, definitely has a sports application. Is be in the moment. And uh, this doctor, Dr. Brad Nelson, is saying that negativity comes from either dwelling on what, past events. What happens if the, what happens if the moment sucks? <laughs> Well, it says it, 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 this negativity. Yeah, it's bull crap. I, 
I'm oh, like so into most of this stuff. Okay, what happens if I look in the mirror and I think I'm crappy? <laughs> what happens if when I, the emotions I have coming out of me are all freaking brutal? And what happens if my moment sucks? Then what the beep do I do about all this Brad Walker? Tell me that. <laughs> the problem is that most, most of this tension comes from looking back at what happened that you've already been through. Or what might happen, David? What might happen in the future? May 1st. I'm sheltered place till May 1st. I'm not looking backwards, Brad Walker. I'm looking straight ahead. And it's going to look the damn same every day between now and May 1st. And May uh, I, 1st is not I, I, the next month, by the way. I just want to point that out. We're in March. David, David, 30 years ago, I had the opportunity Whoa. to sit down with Dr. Bill Parham, who's a sports psychologist at UCLA. And he said the most important thing for any performer or any athlete is to stay in the moment. Don't worry about what happened before. Don't worry about what happens next. Worry about what's going on right now, and then you improve the moment. All right, so let me – I don't know if this is going to help me yet. Maybe that's actually – I just hit the crosswalk, and it said wait. Maybe that's the most important <laughs> advice I've been given all day. Wait. Um, so – I mean, I'm kind of kidding about this stuff, but I mean, I actually feel like the person who really, this is not like, I'll say this, like I got it pretty easy and this is not that easy, right? Like I got everything. I got financial wherewithal. I've got a beautiful, great wife who's holding us together. I got two, I got a 17 and a 15 year old kid, which is frankly the perfect age to be going through this. Because, like, my neighbors have two six-year-old twins and a three-year-old. Poke my eyes out with a hot poker and do it a second time instead of that. Holy smokes. So I have it really easy, and it's not that easy, right? Like, it's daunting to think about this. So I just really feel for everyone who, I mean, I'm joke. we're joking a little bit because I'm trying to make people laugh because I think that's, like, the answer. But I feel for people, like, I kind of think some of this is, like, what happens if you're listening to this and the moment's not good? Like... That's, I think, what's so hard about this for everyone is we're not looking backwards. We're looking forwards, and we don't know what forward is. And I agree with the premise of everything that those doctors talk about, particularly athletically. You can never look backwards, and that's totally true. But for what we're living through right now, I don't think that is true, and I think that's what makes it so difficult for so many people is that looking forward is the unknown. And actually, to me, that's what actually has, called, has given me some semblance of order here is and I wish some other people would understand this, namely probably people in charge, not of our state, but of larger powers. But like November and December and January, like that life, that's probably not going to come back right away. Like, or ever, like the world changed. We had a, had a global pandemic. It's a incredible turn of the world events. There are these moments in time that actually happen. If you read through history, they happen. It's unique to be living through one of them. I'm not sure I can look forward and see it as a positive, but, I think we're in a, you know, it's different. It's a different world than what we once had. And and I don't think it's going to be the same on the backside necessarily, at least for a while. And I think we have to kind of grasp that. But I really feel for, I don't know if I'm making any sense here, but I just really feel for for anyone who's like, I just kind of think that's garbage because that works in all these other sense. But if there's a great uncertainty out ahead, and if, if you already have some anxiety, and so I think this is really hard and I really feel for you and I'm giving you a big hug. How's that? Well, well, wait a second. I, it, no, I'm not, because I'm social distancing. So I didn't give anyone a hug. I just gave them a lot of support with my eyes from six feet away. 
Okay, 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 David. So in the doctor's defense, let me say it this way. He's saying don't look ahead right now, especially if there's nothing you can do about it. What he's suggesting is right now you're on a walk in a beautiful location and looking up at the mountains, breathe in the air, and try to enjoy and improve the moment you're in as we speak. So I'm with that 100%, and I'm doing a bunch of weird things. To I've decided I'm calling one friend. One work associate, um, you know, and one member uh, or one, you know, one friend, one, one work associate and one person with the jazz every day. Now, Jerry Carter was great enough to call me today instead. So I talked to Jerry Carter today and, and I'll talk to, I talked to Scott Rogers yesterday and I'll talk to somebody tomorrow and just to stay connected. Cause I think that's really a key thing here is that there's, you've got to find a way to still stay connected, uh, in this world. I, I mean, I think you like embarrassed, like you should laugh at me for this, but I'm just, how do I get, like, I literally thought to myself, how do I get better? So I literally have made like a test for myself and at, tomorrow the word is pa- for passes and how many different words can I come up with for passes? And then the next day will be shots and the next day will be block shots. Just how do you get better? So I agree with that concept. Like, how can you at least turn this into some sort of a positive? And that's what we're all trying to do. But at the same time, that other whole rant I went on, that's true, too. So we're all just kind of, I mean, it's just crazy, man. This is just crazy. Well, David, hopefully your appearance on the big show today had some impact on you as well as our listeners. We appreciate it. Can we talk pick and roll? And can I do geeky <laughs> stat stuff? And can we talk about how no long, like I do, I did a podcast for tomorrow for Lockdown NBA that is all geeky stat stuff. I was like, I got to just go back to it. We're talking basketball and Lockdown NBA tomorrow. Well, Trends I, of the league. I had several basketball questions for you, David, but somehow we got bogged oh. down. Oh, wait a Gordon, second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Gordon Monson. help out. Eeyore. I'm, Eeyore over there. Gordon Monson. Oh, I'm trying to do the opposite. I'm trying to be Mr. Yeah. Sunshine. Yeah. So, yeah, all this advice. Great. Hey, I need on. more advice. I need advice like a hole in the head. I need advice <laughs> like I need a pair of six-year-old twins and a three-year-old running around my house while, while, on, while on shut-in. Yeah, that's hey, what I need. Hey, hey wait a minute here. Uh, Lock, uh, Jake, go ahead and ask one of your basketball questions, will you? Just so we can Please, end on a happy hoops. note. Let's talk hoops. Uh, well, we're way up against it, Gordon. I don't, no, I don't we know. are not. Are you kidding yeah, me? When yeah, did you start we, paying attention? I knew another segment. I always pay attention. I like you. How about this? All right, David. Uh, if we don't play another regular season game, who is the Jazz most valuable player of this season? Oh, I think Rudy. I think um, the world changed on Rudy uh, offensively, and it was a frustrating year for him. But if you still look at it, he led the league in dunks. He led the league in shots at the rim. Our defense was seven points better for 100 possessions. When he was still so good, when he was on the floor, we're nine points better when he's on the floor than off the floor. Uh, he single-handedly changes every play offensively and defensively. On uh, my offensive metric, he still comes out as the third most impactful player in the league, despite uh, because the league changed on everyone, not just on Rudy. So uh, I don't, I don't think there's any question that Rudy is the most uh, valuable player on this team on, on both sides of the ball. I mean, I, we don't have Rudy. I mean, I, I don't know how far I want to go, but like, like if you look at the, if we don't have Rudy's defensive presence and his prowess. Like, how different are we than the Minnesota Timberwolves or the Phoenix Suns? Right? Like, they have great scorers too, but we have a unique player in Rudy. And so I, I, I would go with with Rudy, and I think the numbers 
pretty clearly show that. And you know, let's go. The biggest trend, and I talk about this on the on that in that conversation. Oh, I'm loving this. You're never getting a break. Um, I like the Jim Gaffigan second voice going right now. Uh, so if you look at the NBA right now, the big change is that if you protect the rim, you have to allow the three. Like that's just a huge quantum shift in the NBA this year is that any team that really denies the rim is now in the last in the league in allowing threes. And because offenses have gotten smart, there's only one team in the NBA that's in the top five in the league at denying shots at the rim and in the top five in the league at denying three-point shots, and that's the Utah Jazz, and that's because of Rudy. So Rudy's the most valuable player. Well, not only did Rudy change the game, David, he changed the entire sports world. Yeah, he or somebody else, right? Or Marcus Smart yeah. or somebody else or somebody we don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we just don't – like, I, 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 I actually just want to get away from the idea that Rudy's patient zero because I don't think that's fair. Rudy was the first person to test positive, um, and probably the Jazz uh, – Person, people that were involved in that, which is, you know, Eric Waters and probably David Petron. I don't know. I'm just guessing Eric Waters, Mike Elliott, David Petron, Quinn Snyder. Um, deserve, you know, I don't know, our front office might have been two. I don't want to leave anyone out. They, they deserve an incredible amount of credit for that. Like, this has not been, there, there are two things that I feel like have not been talked about enough. One is, and, and we don't know, any, I don't know anything, but like, here's a fact Marcus Smart on the 3rd of March was out with illness. Okay, we don't know that, I don't know anything, but like, and he wasn't tested. Rudy Gobert, like, barely had symptoms and was tested. Like, the Jazz jumped that crazy fast. And I'm not saying anyone did anything wrong with Marcus Smart. I'm just saying, like, I think Christian Wood was, like, in, on the injury report for before Philadelphia with the flu, right? And, like, he wasn't tested till after Rudy. Like, all that happened to Rudy was that the staff around him was incredibly diligent and acted incredibly responsibly. And so he, he was the first test. I just think it's a really unfair way for him to be viewed. Um, the other one that I would just want to point out, if I'm going to just really blow up your clock today, is, you know, the whole thing about Rudy and the microphones, which Rudy it was just not smart, right? Okay, we got it. Where was the media? Where was the media when those microphones were all touched? Far away. Which was before the, that was protocol. Derek Gordino and the Utah Jazz and Frank Zhang, and again, I don't want to list names and then leave anyone out, did that before the league did that. And that night when Rudy was with the media, he was six feet away. And it seems possible that Rudy was infected at that point. We don't know, actually. We, we, we don't know. Um, you know, he didn't have a symptom until um, the night in Oklahoma City, the night before. So, um, you know, but but no one's talking about the fact. Everyone wants to talk about like do a I want to do a, like I've gotten these calls. I want to do a podcast with a media member over there, and what that fear was like. It's like, come on. The real story is that Derek Gardino and Frank Zhang left the put the media six feet away from Rudy Gobert when it may have turned out that he was actually infected without them knowing, without him having any symptoms, and having them. And then he did a low-risk, non-contagion thing to the microphones that looks great on television, so it got a lot of, it wasn't smart. I'm not trying to defend that. It gets a lot of pub, but the real story is how forward-thinking members of the organization were on that. So those are the two things that kind of are driving me nuts right now. Sorry, that was just pent up. That's, you told me I got to release these things, Gordon, so I just yeah. did. Well, well uh, let, me, let me just real quick confirm. I, I, I have been told by people who are in the know that everything you just said is true. Every bit of it. So the Jazz were ahead of the game. And, you know, and I don't know who that is, so I, I, I'm, I have trepidation to give individual credit. I mean, I know Derek 
is a large part of that and deserves a lot of credit. And, you know, if Derek was ahead of it, then Frank Zhang probably was. And if, if Quinn Snyder's, you know, involved. And so I don't know who I'm supposed to be giving credit to, and I don't want to single individuals out. I guess I just did. But just the whole group, those are the two much more important storylines is that, you know, Rudy was capable, probably could have been, we don't know, in those media sessions of infecting someone, didn't. And that Rudy could have infected somebody very easily in the, while playing those that night and didn't because he was tested what seems to be with, you know, really forward thinking on everyone's part. David, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Stay well, my friend. We appreciate it. I will, and evidently I will stay in. <laughs> yes, stay <laughs> in and stay well. Thanks, David. David Locke, of course, radio voice of the Utah Jazz. Coming up next, today's Daily drop selection, and I'm undecided on what I want to do today, Gordon. So I gotta, I gotta give this some thought. Do we want to be really mean or not? Uh, we'll get to that coming up next. Stay tuned. It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Gordon, uh, we've been doing this throughout this unique situation with no sports. We do our uh, segment every day where we pick one of our favorite drops that we want to hear. And maybe sometimes it's uh, it's uh, something funny. Maybe sometimes it's something mean. Maybe it's something we haven't heard from a while for uh, from for a while, and it's it's turned I think into kind of a fun slash angry segment. <laughs> well, it did yesterday for sure. It did. Things got a little heated. That's why I don't know about your selection today, Gordon. But I'm 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 backing away from taking shots at you in Austin, and I'm going with something more uh, uh, funny. Okay. Uh, who wants to start today? Should we? Uh, do you want to start today, Gordon? Uh, I'll start if you want me to. Okay, go ahead. All right. Well, I've been. I made fun of Austin yesterday in uh, a uh, in a bite that he that made him feel uncomfortable. You were making fun of me. You went right. You went. I thought we were just having fun. Jeez. You, no, I was making fun of you. You pulled oh, out the so, dagger with Wheel and Jazz. You you pulled out the dagger with Jeff Griffin. I did. You went day so, two you went of straight, daily drops. I yeah. went straight for it. So he absolutely hates that drop. He he cringes when he hears that drop. So today I was going to make one I was going to suggest one that's cringeworthy for you, Jake, but I instead decided, well if I was going to dish something out for Austin, I should dish something out at myself. Something that makes me cringe. And so, yes, today I will go with the granddaddy of them all. I will go with the question Interesting. Your your sort of uh, transformation from your junior year in college to your senior year, when you really started to turn it on, but only on a part time basis. And and a lot of times, I was, I'd be watching the game and I'd be thinking, man, I, you know, if he got all the carries, I mean, the numbers would be astounding. But maybe you got more yards because you were a little fresher that way. I don't know. And now you're ready. I talked with you during the season, and now you're on the edge, on the brink of fulfilling a childhood dream of going to the NFL. 
I mean, uh, you may be nervous and you may be a little anxious, a little uh, uncertain as to where you're going to go, but can you characterize the feelings that are going through your mind? Uh, you know, how are you hanging on? Where are you? I'm in uh, San Bernardino right now. <laughs> It will never not be funny. And by the way, Gordon, you were uh, interviewing Damian Hunter, right? What year? Yes. That uh, I had just started at the station. Maybe that had to be what? Oh two? Oh three? Yeah, back there a long, long time. And that uh, that question. <laughs> when I hear that, yeah, the word that comes to mind is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. How are you hanging on? All right. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> pretty classic. So that question has been. I've seen it on T-shirts. I've seen it presented in in uh, on, on paper. Uh, I, Scotty recently sent a, tweeted it out uh, as a as a function of how long you need to wa- wash your hands. <laughs> and so it is it's it's infamous now and uh should i say i'm sorry i mean should i apologize For should what? I? because it was just a stupid way to ask a question oh it's funny you don't owe an, oh, uh, an apology for that we well i just thought that i would make fun of myself since i made fun of austin yesterday wow that's so. that's awfully nice of oh, you boy. gordon good for you good for you Besides, uh, I wanted to steal the pleasure that either one of you would have had for making fun of me with it by making fun of myself. On that note, Austin, you're next. No, am I next? Yes, no, you're next. I, yes, I'm, I'm having second givings here. Nope. Austin, you're next. What are we doing? Jake, come on. What are we doing? I, I, I mean, Gordon so cold-heartedly went after you yesterday. I, I was. You uh, don't want to go next? I was curious to what you were going to pick. No, 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 no. I think you need to go. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I see your peace offering, and I say, <laughs> because here's the time uh, that you were asking us, uh, I don't know what you were trying to ask us until the very end, and uh, here it is. How about from a, a standpoint of other things, the visceral things, like do you like a good bucket of popcorn? Do you like, uh, uh, do you, do you, do you drink, what kind of drink do you drink? What kind of, what kind of, do you get, uh, you know, uh, uh, do you get milk duds or do you get dots, the, the, the dippy dots? <laughs> I don't know. Do you, do you get the snacks? <laughs> So I, I think I think you were trying to ask us what we like to eat while we watch a movie. <laughs> but instead of just saying, hey, what do you like to eat when you watch a movie? You went down the grocery list of everything. It came out as that. <laughs> Let's see, we remember. got uh, all these things, yes. I couldn't remember half of them. Oh, well. <laughs> dippy dots. So Austin. <laughs> Which Austin. I still don't know. Do you mean dippy dots like the ice cream dipping dots? Or the little gummy uh, uh, gumdrop dots that are just dots. Dots. Yeah, that's what I think I'm, I think I meant the dots. Ah, you know, the, you, know you get the dots. boxes at the at the movie theater. Yeah, that's all. Dippy dots. <laughs> wow. Raisinets. I don't know what raisinets. I'm not ninety. Who has raisinets? <laughs> that was a those, good one. Are, those are good. No raisins. Chocolate covered raisins. Save your fruit for uh, the 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 health affair, <laughs> not the movies. <laughs> okay. Uh, good I'm trying to think. Raisin that's might be one of my favorite. Favorite? How about milk duds? Uh, and uh, what else? Uh, what else? Yeah, I get popcorn. That's what I would get. But whatever. Do you get the snacks? <laughs> Just listed them all again. <laughs> uh, Jake, do you do you get the snacks? <laughs> no, I, I'm just really blown away here that, that Austin played a, a bit teasing you about listing off the laundry list of snacks at a movie theater, and your response is to list off half a dozen more? <laughs> 
part two. I don't know where to go with that. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I'm not just, sure where to go. Just extending my misery. I mean, all. Austin's like, ha ha, listen to Gordon list off all the, instead of just asking, you know, what snacks do you like? You list them off all, all of them. And then you kind of go, well, what about Raisinets? And go right back to it. I just, <laughs> just trying. Some, just, some, people, some people just never learn. No, no, apparently not. I, I am not going to take a shot at either one of you, Gordon. I'm going to be nice today and just hear something that I find funny that I have not heard for a while. Gordon, have you heard this where uh, a young person, a teenage uh, boy, orders um, a bong to his house uh, over the mail and his his mom finds it and his sister records the interaction between the two? Mm. I have no idea what this is. I have no idea. Well, then give it to me. Let me see what it is. I'm trying to see what it is. It looks just like a big metal, like glass, like vase. Look, it has like a glass bottle. I think it's like a vase. Well, open it then. I'm opening it. Chill. It just looks like a, a vase for like a bunch of like things. It's like, a bomb. What the frick? It's a bomb. What the heck? I didn't order that. I ordered an Xbox card. Our Xbox remote. This is a bomb. Oh, wow. I did not order that. Busted. Some sort of vase or or something for a bunch of things. You know, I was ordering an Xbox remote. Yeah. I like how she says three times, point blank, it's a bong. It's a bong. You know, sometimes kids think that uh, folks who have a few rings around the trunk are just complete idiots. Uh, she was on top of that from the very beginning. Come on, buddy. There is a little bit, and in, in here, this is your generation, Gordon. Isn't there a little uh, Maxwell Smart in there? Didn't he always have the, like, uh, ten different explanations right in a row? <laughs> you know, I, uh, where you get pulled over for, for speeding, and he's like, well, my uh, odometer is broken. I have uh, heavy shoes. I uh, <laughs> I was distracted for a I moment. I was going downhill with uh, a tailwind. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, it felt a little bit like that, didn't it? Here's a little tip for everybody. The more the more you add to your excuse, the more credibility you lose. Wow, right? this is you saying that. <laughs> kind of like when yeah. you tell a story about hitting a base's empty grand slam. Huh? Right. Yeah. That was absolutely 100% and, and true. Pour on the fictional details. That that, that is absolutely no, like, no, I'm nope, just saying nope, I'm, nope. I'm saying no. I'm saying when you make a when you make an excuse if you say the sun was in my eyes, the glove is too big, you know. You, I, you I happened to be riding my bike by. They didn't have enough players. <laughs> I was a year older. They made me bad left-handed. Right. All true. Every <laughs> a lot of, lot of detail. detail there, you know. And, and you're the one true. who drops on us that you can not remember what you had for breakfast this morning. But yet that particular story, you know, like Bob, he had his shoe, his left shoe was untied. He was wearing purple shorts. <laughs> Uh, Venus was in the uh, Aquarius. He stage. was five, <laughs> five, four and a half at the time. I tell you, it was one of the, the sweetest moments of my childhood. It was just spectacular. All right, coming up next, we'll get to more big jealous. show. Stay Both tuned. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is the big show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thanks for making us part of your day. We want to remind you about our friends at RGS Exteriors. They will improve the curb appeal from your house, or for your house, I should say, with James Hardy Brickstone and Stucco Exteriors, along with Soffit, Fascia, and Rain Gutters. Check them out at rgsutahsiding.com. Man, it, you know what's weird, Gordon, is it feels like today's show is just flying by. You know, I get the question, and I'm sure you do too, all the time. Uh, what are you guys talking about right now? It's like, you know, it's like it's like summer around here. We're getting through it. We're doing all right. I get people who say that to me even when I'm talking about sports. What are you talking about? I apologized for that. Well, we have plenty to talk about. There's all kinds of stuff to, uh, to uh, dig into. Let me ask you this. Do you uh, have any issue with the way that the Carolina Panthers parted way with Cam Newton? And I'll, 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 I'll tell you why I'm asking you this here in a second. But yeah, yeah any, I any issue? Yeah, I do have an issue. I don't like it. Okay. You? Well, explain. You can't just say, I don't like it. You tell me well, why. Well, I think, I think you can be a little more diplomatic than that. What right? do you mean? They released him, but how could they be more diplomatic? I don't what, know. What I, mean, I don't know. I, I'm just a sucker for it. When people put in years of service to help your cause, and maybe they're not perfect, and in his case, he suffered injuries and whatnot, I get all that. But I, I just, I don't know. I, I just think ease him out a little, a little less abruptly. Okay. Well, at least you're consistent. That's why I ask you, because with Tom Brady, you were just up in arms on how the Patriots yeah. could, could let him go. I was curious if you were the, the same with Cam Newton. So I will give you credit uh, not, for your not, consistency. Not, quite, not to the same extent. I why? mean, Tom Brady. Cam Newton's uh, the best player in, in Panthers history, likely. Yeah. That's what our friend Josh Parcell said. But Tom Tom is the best of all time ever to play. But so. we're talking meaning to a particular franchise. You're talking yes. about loyalty to uh, yes. a franchise. I just wouldn't put him on the exact same level, but I do I do prefer loyalty and, and being a little tender about that sort of thing. I got no problem with it. Can't get it done? <laughs> cut him. Because you're heartless. Just cut him. It's not like he's not going to be in the league next year. He's going to be fine. They're, they're, them's the rules, man. They don't, those don't have to be the rules. You can you can appreciate a player and uh, and treat him the right way, and I I understand it's a it's business, it can be tough, it's a, a cold cruel world out there in the sports world, and he did get paid a decent amount of money, but I I still think you can do it with a little more class than that. Well, what are they supposed to do then? Not cut I him? Well, no. I, I mean, if you're taking up cut twenty him, million dollars of the salary cap. I understand. I understand. But I just would be – if that were the plan, if that's what I'm going to do, man, I have him in there or I have some sort of communication that is thorough with him so he understands exactly what's going on. I'm not sure he did. Uh, I don't think I would. I think I'd I'd uh, call him or text him. Text him be like, hey, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> Or or just subtweet him somehow. Don't right. don't even at him. Just no. Just say hey, we have a cut cold Cam, cold soul. We have cut Cam Newton today. Just have that be the tweet. The former quarterback that wore number one here has been cut. He has been cut with prejudice. <laughs> mm. All right. 
Well, we'll agree to disagree. It's the NFL, not for long. Why should Cam Newton be any different? <laughs> because he took your team to the Super Bowl. And fumbled. And didn't care. And didn't care. Fumbled and made a business decision. In fact, they should have cut him that night. That should have been a sign of things to come. Like, the, literally, the Super Bowl was on the line, and you couldn't even been, be bothered to dive out of football. That's it. I'll save my body for a bigger game. Yeah, right. <laughs> you guys are mean. I got the preseason games coming up here and, in and, six months. I don't. Know. And then he he my, the the biggest thing that bothered me about that was he came out. Do you remember the post game after the Super Bowl and he pouted? He was a jerk. I mean, just couldn't have been a bigger jerk. And then people hey. were letting him off the hook by saying, "Oh, he's a competitor," and he was disappointed. And look at his cool hat. If, if he were I, I, a competitor, he would have jumped on the Dern football. Okay, listen. I'm not saying he was perfect and he made mistakes too, but I'm talking organizationally. It it would have been okay for them to let him down a little more gently how so by saying hey cam <laughs> if you would have jumped on that football we would be showing you loyalty now oh man knock knock <laughs> <laughs> who's not there you <laughs> who's there not gonna pink. not gonna who not pink gonna who? work here anymore pink slip <laughs> <laughs> Waka waka, love you, man. I'll tell you one thing: I would never stay I would in touch. Never wanna, I would never want to be fired by Austin. Have a good summer. <laughs> you know what? I think that could stay be cool in a different world. That could be a di- like an occupation for Austin. You oh. just bring him in to fire as many people as as you want. Oh, I would have operated the guillotine. Don't That's have the for stomach danger. for it. Yeah, Austin uh-huh. will come do it. Oh man, you think really? Could you have been like the assassin? We've met, could right? You, <laughs> I just man, that's a job I would have hated. The guy who locks you into the guillotine and pulls the lead. See, I I think in Austin, I bet agree. Should have shared some of your cake with me. <laughs> I bet Austin would agree with me. Actually, on a, in a normal level at a normal job, I'm sure that would be horrible. But to to cut NFL players, <laughs> sign me up. You know, because yes. they, they've made millions of dollars, right? They're, they're going to still have food on the table. I'd be happy to cut anyone on an NFL would team. Would you really? Are you being honest? I would hate that job. <laughs> it would be hard. I think we're kidding. I'd uh, cut Cam Newton, though. Is that okay with you, Gordon, morally? Is that all right if I would say, sure? I'd rip I'd be, the playbook right up in front yeah, of him. I'd be happy to cut <laughs> Cam Newton. <laughs> okay, Austin, real quick. How would you, uh, I mean... What would bring you the most pleasure? In what manner would you break the news? Oh, I would just, I would just happily in front of the entire team uh, of <laughs> on Facebook Live, making sure that every NFL reporter was in the room present. Say, uh, you suck. We no longer want you part of this team. Get to stepping. <laughs> next. Next. I think uh, you missed your calling in life, my man. And then if they cry, they will never get signed again by another team. That's up to them. I have to call Austin the closer, man. How about that? All right. (laughs) Shut them down. Cut them off. Now we're talking millionaire professional. That's uh, what I'm saying. Not not, not Tom at the AMP. Exactly. All right. Stay (laughs) tuned. We'll have more big show coming up next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. 
This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Head coach of the University of Utah, Kyle Whittingham. Coach, help us understand what social distancing looks like right now for a college athlete. First of all, 95% of our players are home with their families. The campus is essentially shut down. The dorms are just about to close here. There's only a handful of people in the dorms. And so it's definitely something that you know none of us have ever experienced as far as our coaches. You know, we're staying out of the office for the most part. Now, that's not to say you can't come in and get things done. I spend some time in here and you know try to get as much as I can done from home but some things I got to do from the office. But it's just a matter of being smart and trying to, uh, you know, adhere to the, the guidelines that have been set down. And the biggest deal right now is making sure each assistant coach is in tune and completely in contact constantly with their position groups. And that's the number one thing that's going on right now. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And uh, to think about it, Gordon, it's kind of crazy. Wednesday coming to an end, uh, the earthquake was a week ago today. Or the original earthquake was uh, was a week ago today. How wild was it? Was really? That? Yeah, Wednesday morning, right? At 7.15-ish? Wow. Yeah. And two weeks ago from uh, the, uh, the the thing in the From OPC, Rudy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. From Rudy, so yeah. pretty wild, pretty pretty wild times, Gordon, and and I can't tell if time is flying or crawling. I think I'm going with crawling. Yeah, it's going slow. It's going slow, but we're all eager to see progress, and uh, hopefully, we will see that uh, in the uh, in the days ahead. But I do uh, what we talked about earlier in the show about staying in the present and trying to improve your the moment you're in right now. I think that's good advice. You know, I mean, because if if we want to focus on the future, Jake, we just don't know what that is. We don't know what it's going to look like. We don't know what it's going to be like. Uh, and so if you're going to sit and fret about that, then uh, you'll make your 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 present uh, miserable. And so hopefully we can get by by thinking about positive things as we go minute by minute. You talked earlier about spending more time with your beautiful baby girl, Sadie, and, and the joy that brings you. Well, that's something you can do in the moment uh, that maybe can uh, help you along. And so all of our listeners can maybe look for those sorts of things to uh, occupy their, their the space in their minds. Yeah, no doubt about it. We've we've got to figure out any way we can to op, uh, occupate, occupate, occupy ourselves in uh, the most positive ways possible. I, I believe that we need to we need to keep our heads and our wits about us and not, you know, get too panicked and and do try and keep positive thoughts in mind. I do agree with that. Yep, and all the while, be careful out there. No doubt about it. All right, Gordo. Well, I will catch you tomorrow, my friend. All right, Jake. A lot of fun today. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.